Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, coach, and mentor, John Opaluski. How are you today, John? Hey, Jim. I'm doing good. Uh, my my uh, my load is a little bit lighter <laughs> because we got to spend, you allowed me to have 15 minutes just to unpack some things before we got started yeah. today. So uh, thank you for that. I appreciate your Always. friendship. Iron sharpens iron. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. So speaking of learning, we're here with episode 207, right? Yeah. And we're continuing a series. Tell us a little bit about where we are and where we're headed. Yeah, uh, this is the third segment in a series uh, called Leadership Can. Um, in episode 205, we explored leadership and communication, and I, we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, we did. Uh, in 206, we talked about leadership and seismos moments, you know, those right. those moments of earthquake-like uh, <laughs> intensity in our leadership. And uh, and today, in the third segment, I'd like us to talk, Jim, about leadership and delegation. Um, Huge. You know, I, I think sharing the ministry load is a concept that I, I think a lot of pastors, especially this generation of pastors, I think they get it, you know, in terms on the concept side of it. Uh, but I don't think the actual implementation of it comes as naturally uh, to yeah. a leader, especially if you're a perfectionist. Uh, you know, uh, you you might you might think no one can do this as well as I can. and Or you may think, it's just easier if I do this by myself rather than yes. trying to teach somebody else uh, to do it. What do you, yes. I just want to get your initial thoughts on the subject, Jim, and then we'll dive into some things. Yeah, I, I think that's a bullseye. I, you know, why is it we don't delegate? Well, it's easier to do it myself. I've tried in the past and they didn't get it. So I might as well, as, as if it's every follower's fault that they don't understand that they're not mind readers, that they, you know, I, I it's... How important is it not only to delegate, but in delegating, we're actually discipling. We're we're creating people mm -hmm. doing things for the first time That's that good. we've done for the thousandth time. But but when we're gone, it, it'll be their turn. And we have a responsibility to prepare them for that. So it delegation right. is not about perfection. It's about it's about the ongoing process of leadership. Yeah, that's really a good thought. And, you know, Jesus kind of did it that way, right? I mean, yeah. he, <laughs> not kind of, he actually did it that he way. Did, yeah. He chose these 12 guys to follow him and he, he demonstrated the work uh, while they watched. And, yeah. and after that, he, he gave them, he delegated a small venture to them. And in Luke chapter 10, it's when they went out two by two. And, yeah. and when they came back, uh, he gives them they they report and he gives them feedback. He gives them yeah. perspective, yeah. Uh, and but but eventually all all of this was with the 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 end in mind, right? That eventually yeah. he was going to fully delegate and fully empower them to do the work. Yeah. After he left, and the promise he gave to them was, "Here it is. I've given you the authority to do this to yeah. uh, to make disciples." to baptize yeah. in my name and lo, I will be with you to the end of the age. And so the, the part of it, you know, that I think is, is neat about it is that Jesus didn't say, here you go. I'll talk to you in 10 years, you know, Figure it he, out. Was, he was, <laughs> he was with them yeah, uh, yeah. all along the way. And so I think, I think pastors 
either don't know how to delegate or they've delegated and, and it hasn't gone as well as they had hoped. And I'd like to kind of address that today. Yeah, if we could. Right. Just some just some practical tips around yeah. delegation. And then uh, I want to talk, after we do that, talk about some levels of trust as it re mm -hmm. relates to delegation. And Good. I think maybe that'll be helpful and insightful. So yeah, uh, let me just, I'll just get rolling with some of these delegation tips and Jim, jump yeah. in uh, yeah. as you like. So here's the first delegation delegation uh, tip, and that is this, delegation is not easy. It, it's just not easy, but you can it's learn to easy. do it well. You yeah. can learn how to do it. I did, I, I'm, I was not a natural delegator when I started in pastoral ministry. I had to learn that skill. Um, mm -hmm. So I think just understanding this is not an easy thing to do, but it will make my life better if I learn how to do it. And it will make our church's life better if I learn yes. how to do it. And it'll make yes. my spouse's wife better if I learn yeah. how to do this yeah. well. Yeah. Everybody wins yes. when I, I learn how to do this well. Um, yeah. So just understand it's not easy. Secondly, clear description of what you want you know, the project, if it's a project, and the intended yeah. outcome increases your chances of a good result. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that description needs to be written if the project is complicated. Sometimes it can just be a text or a yeah. verbal to do in a meeting or maybe a short one to two sentence note. The point here is yeah. the delegator needs to know what they want. What do you think about yes. that second tip, Jim? Well, and, and what's funny is you say, well, I, I sent a text. That might be good for some leaders. Um, it may be completely yes. insufficient for others. I wrote it down, an entire page of instructions. That might be good for some leaders. Not for me. I, if you want me to do something, record your voice, record a video, take take a, a, an ounce of prevention, an ounce of preparation that'll turn into a, a pound of, of re, uh, response. I need to hear your voice, the tone of it. I need to see your face. I need to, yeah. and in 30 seconds, I can grasp what you want done. But uh, a quick text, hey, let's do dinner tonight. I, I don't even know what that means. Am I in trouble? Are we, you know, so I, I've got this young man. He's my, he's my assistant. He's in our, our uh, year long discipleship ministry. Now he's in his second year. And I started with a text. Hey, try this. Well, then it, it didn't turn out the way that I, I'd envisioned. So, hey, do this and and here's the another way. Finally, I learned uh, he was helping with some stuff. I walked around with my phone and videotaped my voice and pointed at the things that I wanted from here to here. And he'll do that and flawless. So it, the entire time, the problem wasn't he's, he's not a good person to delegate to. I actually wasn't doing a good job of delegating, talking to him the way that he needed to hear my voice. So, so I, I think that's huge. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. point. So part of uh, what I think I hear you saying there is understanding yeah. what communication style works with each person on your team. Yes. Is that, is that the right Absolutely. way? Because otherwise, if you don't, you start to believe the lies that delegation is always going to be hard and no one gets it right. And that's not true. Yeah. Just a, a couple of minutes of conversation or a couple of failed attempts with trying new yeah. ways to succeed yes. is is part of delegation. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm glad you pushed up on that. Here's a third tip. Uh, provide a, a clear reason why. Mm -hmm. Why does this project matter? Why is this task important? 
I think I think sometimes the way you do that is helping to connect the dots between the task or series of tasks. Yeah. And the and the yeah. end zone. We we talk about vision being the end zone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How does this actually get us further down the field towards that big picture vision God has given us? Uh, yeah. I think a, a good a good sense of why helps. Uh, define a clear. Here's another tip: define a clear set of parameters. Yeah. And that takes a little thinking on the part of the delegator, right? Here's yeah. here's the boundaries we don't want you to cross in the execution of this project or this task. You know, one of our values, you know, don't don't violate the values. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, here's the budget. Maybe sometimes there's budget involved in it. Like here's how much you can spend. Um, mm-hmm. Here's some of the things that we've learned in the past as we've worked together. Yeah. You know, where uh, there may have been some some good things that have happened and maybe some issues, but set taking some time to say, here's what you here's here's the boundary lines. Anything in between these. Yeah. Go. Go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense that that? Uh, that yeah, I, I think too. expectation of, of deadline. You know, this should take you about this much time. There you go. That's good. You know, or, or I need it by Friday. Uh, things like that, because otherwise I've, I've seen people dump everything they're doing because they they thought I asked them to drop everything they were doing right now. And it was, I, I was thinking with my mouth open. I wasn't even saying something. I was yeah. simply thinking an idea. They dropped everything they were doing and came back with this proposal that I really had never, had never asked for. Or I say, Hey, uh, it's been a couple of weeks. So how are you coming along with that? Oh, I haven't started yet. Now I'm frustrated because they haven't started. Sure. I'm frustrated because they dropped everything because I didn't create the expectation of time. Jim, do you think being collaborative and setting that timeline is a, is a good idea uh, on most occasions? It, is that collaborative or at least flexible? Too much? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I I think asking somebody how long do you think it'll take to go to the grocery store and get me a sandwich? That's that's not necessary because everybody right. knows that. But I there's a project that I think it'll probably take me about a week. How long do you think it'll take you, based on the parameters and constrictions of your life? And they say, well, I, I think it'll take you know two weeks because I have 14 young children at home and a wife that's waiting for me to get there. I don't have right. the, the luxury of my evenings to work. So I, I yeah, I think that's good. I, as long as there's an understanding, right? That's the goal. There you go. We, we, we understand what the task is. We understand the authority, the budget, the time, uh, the constraints, the, what a win looks like. And I, I can hear people saying, well, by the time I do that, I might as well have done it myself. It's like, I don't think so. I think we can do that in... 90 seconds. I, I, it may take nine days, depending on the task. For building a home, it takes more than 90 seconds. But if we're if we're setting up a room for an event, I, I think that's 90 seconds. I want these there by then. And these are the people you have to do it. And this is why we're doing it. And thanks so much for your help. That's 90 seconds. And, and it won't have to be done twice. And people will feel appreciated for having done it. You know, I had a client many years ago who uh, was struggling with workload, an associate pastor, and uh, it's a younger guy. And uh, I said, well, how do you prioritize your work? He says, I start with the top of the pile. Okay. And I, I said, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I said, what's on the top of that pile? He says, everything my lead pastor asked me to do. <laughs> Poor and guy. I, and I oh. said, is that your perception or is that self-imposed or is he imposing that on you? He says, no, that's self-imposed. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that everything he asked me to do is priority. And I said, well, how about, how about asking him 
to help you with that. So if you're yeah. working on something and he puts something on your desk, asking him something like this, um, I'm working on this project right now. Um, yeah. Are you asking me to take this and set it aside and focus on this right now? And yeah. and so he did that to his credit. And the next meeting that I had with him, he said, John, my life's changed. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so much better. Yeah. Because yeah. the pastor's, you know, basically what he said is the pat, you know, since we talked last and it had been maybe six weeks or eight weeks, he said almost everything my pastor asked me to do was, Hey, that can wait. I need right. it. I need it in a week or I need it in 10 Good. days. And, Good. and so I, I think, mm. I think asking, you know, if you're on the, uh, you're the delegate E, you know, you're being delegated yeah. to, I do think asking what's the priority. Yeah is a really important part of the puzzle here. Um, mm -hmm. So it's not easy. We need a clear description of what we're asking somebody to do. Sometimes it should be in writing. Sometimes it should be a video, depending on yeah. how that person receives information the best. Yeah. We want to be clear about why, uh, why it matters, set some parameters, some deadlines. And, and really, I think lastly, just define, you know, what does a win look like? How yeah. do we know? How do we know this is what does success look like with this project? And I think that's not a delegatee's job to figure out. It's the delegator's yeah. job. Or, or or you'll be disappointed, right? That, that uh, agreed. That, yeah, because they may say we did a great job. And I had none of that in mind when I delegated that to you. You have to define the win. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's pivot for a minute and talk about yeah. trust when it comes yeah. to. Uh, delegation. Uh, this, this, what we're about to share is not something that I came up with on my own. I was listening to a podcast uh, from Michael Hyatt about mm -hmm. almost four years ago. I think it was four years mm -hmm. ago, and yeah. it was so impactful. I was at the gym lifting weights, listening yeah. to this podcast, and and Jim, it just struck me as wow. No wonder in the past I've struggled with delegation because mm -hmm. I didn't understand these five levels of trust. So I'm just okay. going to give them to yeah. you. And then I'd love to have some feedback from you. So yeah. level one delegation, level one trust is do exactly what I ask you to do. <laughs> do not yes. deviate. Do not. There's, there's no flexibility. <clears throat> Here's the script. Go do it. Mm -hmm. That level doesn't require a tremendous amount of trust. Right. Level two would be, Hey, I'm not sure exactly what I want you to do. I'd like you to research this problem I'm trying to solve and report back to me what you've learned. So okay. now the, the trust level is going up a little bit because I'm yeah. asking them to do something. I'm not sure what I want. I'm not sure how right. to solve this. And so I'm giving them some opportunity to research and come back to me with, hey, come back with a couple of options. And, right. uh, and then, and then we'll figure out what to do. Level three. Now we're starting to move up this trust ladder is, Hey, not only do I want you to research the topic and come back with some options, I really want to hear your recommendation. Mm -hmm. What do you think we should do? Yeah. And, uh, and now I think you can kind of see this ladder, right? That each yeah. one with yeah. requires a little more trust. Hyatt then says, here's level four, uh, delegation, level four trust. You tell this person, go ahead, research it, make a decision, 
and, yeah. and just tell me what you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and then level five is research it, make whatever decision you think is best, and I don't even need to know about it. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. So those last two levels require a lot of trust. Yeah. Here's where I've fallen down in the past, Jim. Sometimes I've expected someone to operate at level four or level five when they weren't ready for that. Yeah. Or sometimes I've given a person level one trust when they're ready for a much higher level of trust. And I've insulted right. them. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be frustrating to both, wouldn't it? Yeah. Right. And so I think yeah. there's some trial and, and error to delegation. And especially yeah. as it relates to this level of trust. So what do you think of these levels of trust and how it influences our, our delegation success, maybe even as our outcomes? Yeah. Well, I, I think the goal is to get people in that four or five range, as many as we can, once everybody's capable. Uh, so yeah. I, I, I think that, um, I mean, if, if we think about it as leaders, how would our lives, the effect of our ministries, businesses, et cetera, our time, our resources change if we had one more level four, level five person to delegate to? Now now multiply that by five or 10 or 15. And yeah. now it, it's an army, right? I mean, 15 right. level five leaders, that's a youth pastor, that's a children's pastor, that's a worship leader, that's a... Whatever that is, that's that's entire departments where you're having weekly meetings to stay in touch, to keep the vision aligned. To yep. that, who wouldn't want that? And and you say, well, you're talking about a church of thousands. I'm really not. I'm talking about a church, you know, of dozens. To have yep. a dozen people and a church of several dozen people, or you you trust level four, level five. Now, well, now the lawn's mowed, the walls yep. painted, the right color, the the coffee stain is cleaned every Sunday because the same person spills the same coffee in the same place on the same pile of carpet. You know, whatever that is, you're and and what's wonderful is if you are a person being delegated to at that level, you don't go to church. You are the church. You're yeah, that isn't good. that isn't the pastor's church. That's my church. I yeah. I'm the one who gets to. I'm the one who has been entrusted with. So I, I think. I think that is discipleship to some degree is, is what we just talked about. Jesus making yeah. disciples that's Jesus led with his, with his absence in mind. I will not always be here. Matter of fact, in, yeah. in, you know, 36 months, 34 months, 30 months, say in, in 22 months. I mean, I don't know how, how aware he was of the timing, but he knew that he would grow old leading these, these people. That's right. So that, that thought of, of leading with your absence, in mind who's the right person to entrust to how to entrust yeah. to them this is not some peripheral issue this is this is cornerstone bedrock key things of leadership i think so and i and i think jim you know that not every person will attain level five there's there yeah. are going to be some folks in our and organization that'll be level one or level two and that's yep. okay you we need yeah. we need level one and we need level two we the do. problem is is when i expect a different level of ability or trust yeah. from somebody who can't give that to me. Um, yeah. You know, uh, we had a level five person. Uh, I helped our church many years ago plant a campus. And uh, yeah. uh, we had actually, I think we had several level five people. But the one I'm thinking of uh, this morning is uh, her name was Amy. And uh, Amy was over our hospitality. Mm -hmm. our connections ministry. And uh, 
when uh, I sat with Amy and talked, I said, Amy, I have an idea. She would grab her phone. And while I shared the idea, she'd take a couple notes. And then she would look at me. And she said, John, I got it. Hmm. I never had to think about it again. I just, right. and, and everything she did was a 10. I mean, it wasn't, right. it was, this was her thing. She was in her, inter, the intersection of her passion, pain and proficiency. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it was so amazing to have somebody like that. And I didn't even need to know because <laughs> I had that much trust in her that it would be first yeah. class. It would be well done. It would be consistent with uh, our values, our vision, yeah. all kind of stuff what a blessing to have some fives and 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 boy yeah. i think you said that you said it earlier how much better would everything be in our world in our church's world in our family if we could yeah. see that develop and we have a handful we have six or a dozen yeah. four or fives man i'll tell you what our, well, our I, I think so the, the two questions the two questions that every pastor is asking themselves right now is what is that? What is Amy's phone number, and is she willing to move? That that's right, because everybody yeah. everybody wants uh, an Amy. I was at a church the other day, and the, the assistant of the pastor, her name is Robin, and the joke around the church is even Batman needed a Robin. Like that's that's how cool this lady is, and she, I I, I agree. I think everybody everybody needs a Robin. Everybody needs an Amy. Everybody needs you know. I guess there's male male names in there too somewhere. Yeah. And I would say this. That if you're patient as a leader, yeah, and you keep your eyes open, maybe, 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 maybe Robin or Amy didn't yeah. start out at five, but you see potential there, yeah. or maybe, or maybe they're already that. Yeah, I believe that God has put people in your church, in your organization, yes. yeah, that have the potential to become, if they're not already. Uh, fours or fives yeah. and that that Beautiful. is going to help the church you lead have a better chance at fulfilling its god-given destiny yeah. um and i think you'll increase the chances of leading better yeah. leading longer and having a lot more fun along the way so jim why don't you wrap us up yeah. well i i think of nothing else john and this has been great but the language of one two three four five in your culture on your teams I just, just so everybody knows what we're talking about. We are wanting to create ones into fives. We want to help them move along. Someone walks in demanding they're a five. Let's let's start them at a two. Something something might be a little yeah. off there, right? Yeah. But but growing people in that position, because we say it all the time that the the, the the number of people we can minister to is predicated on the number of uh, people that we have that have ministry for others inside of them. So yeah. this is discipleship. This is huge. And finding those fours and fives. Or the ones that could be, uh, or the fours that should be a one, and and discerning that, but having that language, so everybody's yes. on the same sheet of music. I think is brilliant. So thank you so much for this today, and we hope that you benefited by by watching this, by listening to this, by reading the transcript of it. However you get this, we're glad you got it because I think we believe in in you as the pastor, as the leader. Um, we we want you to succeed. So this is a great example of of information that can literally transform the organizations you serve. So God bless you. We are praying for you. Once again, it's Tuesday and you didn't quit. So you, you, you must you must have grit. So God bless you as you continue to lead from alignment.